Wait, I had one thing I wanted to bring up about uh, your Walmart song. First time you hear you're kicking off the planet, Eric. You're fucking up the whole flow of the podcast. Right. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. In a time where all podcasts are the same. Two guys have decided that enough is enough. This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the most recent episode of the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. We are here in our secret underground lair for another week's worth of entertainment. It's been a short week. We, we're doing an off-schedule podcast tonight, and now it'll be always be on this the new night. schedule, except yeah. for next week. What's fun is, is it's like a barber chair, and I'm slowly turning away from you. This is, you just want to go back to back? Can you bring me back? Terrific. Now I'm, now I'm to the back. Come on. <laughs> this is horrible. I know. These people aren't going to keep watching. All, all right. right. All right. So, Eric, wanted to balanced. welcome you back to, as I said, to our undergrad. How was your week? It was good. It was good. It's good. My what back you? still hurts since we're, you know, back. Since but, we're back, yeah. did you go to the chiropractor I again, did. Eric? I did, but it's in it's in bad form. It's okay, bad form. is it your lower back? It's like lower your lumbar? Back. It's lower central. It's pretty much all of it. But I went skiing again on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Maybe you should stop skiing so much. I don't know. I can't. It's a problem. It says here that you went to the Church of Satire Comedy yeah. Club over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. we went down or, or up to uh, Hanover, Pennsylvania, Snacktown, USA. How was it? It was great. Went there to support our little baby boy, John Dayton. Did you perform? I did not, no. I just went to, as a paying guest, as a paying customer. Did Jim charge you? Uh, Yes. Well, (laughs) I mean, I I voluntarily paid. What did it cost for a ticket at the church? Support the cause, you know. I didn't want to be calling in the... The professional courtesy favors. How much did it cost, Eric? That's 25 bucks. Did you put it on the company card? Of course I did. Of course you fucking did. Why not? So I paid for your ticket to the comedy show. Got it. Yep. <laughs> How did John do? He did fantastic. It's he good. Did a great job. Very proud of him. How was the crowd? The crowd was amazing. It was almost a, a sold out show. I mean, they probably could have maybe put five more people in there. It's a small joint. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it was packed. Good. It was, it was the fullest I think I've ever seen it. Jim headlined? Yes, he did. He did phenomenal as well. Listeners, if you don't know, Jim's the owner of Church of Satire. Right. He has like a farm uh, where he that's he has like very little th- uh, accoutrement on the Mad farm. Mad Rooster Farms. Uh, yeah, he has like chickens and roosters and children. That guy's life is just hell all the time. He is just in servitude all the time. All the time. I think he's got five kids. Goats. He's often, he's scared of his goats. And he has roosters. He's got ponies. They got dogs. They got cats. They got everything. They got it all. Well, that's good. Did you talk to Jim about getting me back up there to headline Church of Satire? Of course I did. Okay. When are we doing it? Don't have a date yet. God damn it, Eric! Well, next topic. How about my week? I was distracted by the pizza in the in the green room. That's fine. That's fine. It's the meat you got to go in the green room. Yes, that's a step up for you. That's good. I I kind of worked my way back there, and uh, and Jim's he welcomed me with open arms. I'm glad to hear that. Did you take any snacks out of Hanover, PA? No, I did not. I left them there. Should have got a big old bag of Utz potato chips. Mm-hmm. They're the best potato <laughs> chips on the planet, and that's why we're gonna go to our sponsor, Utz. Utz. We love chips. 
It's riveting, Eric. I'd love to tell you about my weekend and, and the last four days. Short week, like we said. I was, are you still you shaking your little booty over there? Just trying huh? to twist back over to you. Look at this little fella, huh? Look at this little guy. Look at you. Ah, oh, you're sweet. Sweet little fella. Anyway, had my daughter over the weekend. I was in dad mode. Uh, and then I just wanted to say that I have a lovely neighborhood. I have a neighbor who is uh, the head brewery, owns Firm Brewery. So, like, on Sundays, we'll, uh, we all have daughters and we all get out in the circle. And I don't ever bring beer out because my neighbor owns a fucking brewery. Right. You know what I mean? So I always get to drink these delicious beers. Right, right. Uh, and they were, like, 8%. He had this, like, cherry, lime, lemon. He had, it was, like, a sour beer. Ooh. Uh, he brought out, like, like, four different sour. beers. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we just sat there and got hammered while the girls... Well, the girls played in the yard, you know. So that. So when are we gonna do a show at that brewery? I'm. You know what? I'm gonna try to get with Henry again. It hasn't come back up in conversation. You were really out there all day Sunday year. drinking beer. I'm not trying to force my business while our kids are fucking a few feet in front of me, and he's giving me free beers all day. Maybe. I'll try, as I said, Eric. But you got to know when to strike when the iron's hot, and the iron wasn't so hot that day. But I was pretty drunk. It was a lot of fun. And then, when I haven't been playing with my kid, I told you guys about this game Elden Ring. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I'm just chasing the ring constantly. I put my daughter to bed Saturday night at like 10 o'clock, and I was up until like 2 in the now morning the whole just time chasing the ring. you played, you just go, my precious. Yeah, yeah, I want to get that fucking ring. It's game's awesome. It's all 10 out of 10s on every website. Go get it, Sean. You'll fucking love it. It's really fun. Best game I've played in a while. Probably game of the year. You've been playing the Wii. Yeah. What have you been I doing? Broke it out. Like, my, the wife and I were talking about it the other day, and we were like, man, we've got all this cool entertainment for our young children. My parents had broke this thing out. I'd have been like, fuck yeah. What'd you do? The bowling? Oh, yeah. we Like, I was just playing bowling with my daughter before she came over here. She almost beat me, and it's the second time she's played. <laughs> How good are you at real bowling? Have you ever bowled uh, a 300? No, I'm not very good at Like, if I break 100, it's it's oh, a good round That for me. seemed like it would be in your repertoire of manly shit that you like to do. Yeah. Hunting and fucking I do bowling. like to bowl. I just yeah. don't do it. Enough. I, I would have taken you for a really good bowler. But I do, I do, I think I'm better on the Wii than I am in real life. Wii bowling is Wii where it's bowling at for is you. where it's at. And then the tennis, I'm, I love to do the tennis. Oh yeah, the tennis is fun. Tennis yeah. is fun, I get real pissed off. Man, I forgot about the old Nintendo Wii. Yeah, and we got Mario Kart with the little steering wheels. Mm -hmm. They're into that. But the thing I'm the most proud of is Olivia's into fucking Guitar Hero. Oh, nice. And she's like... I've got the world tour where it's, yeah. it's got a real super easy level. Uh huh. Because that game is hard as shit. It's real hard. Let me tell you a quick story about Guitar Hero. I used to really love it. I used to play it a lot. And then I went to the beach one time. You remember um, our friend Jesse and his sister Cassie? Yeah. She has this uh, friend of hers, and his name is Colin. Colin went to the Peabody Institute. He is like a genius musician, right? Right. I don't even know if that really factors into guitar player, but this is the guy that was playing it. I fancied myself a good like guitar hero player right, right. at one point. This guy was probably like this a guy prodigy. was high on ecstasy. Uh huh. And I watched him do the final level, which is like the oh my dragon God. force yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just like was doing it without even fucking looking, like just. And I just and I put it down and I said, one, I am never going to be that good at guitar right. hero. 
Two, I never want to be that good right. at Guitar Hero. And three, I should probably just go pick up a real fucking guitar <laughs> exactly. because the amount of time I would have put in to get that good, it just, it just clicked It wouldn't buttons. have paid off. It wouldn't have paid off at all. Yeah. Like, like you don't just go to a fire and go, you know, I'm going to break out that Guitar Hero win and so, play here. And I can tell you, I tried to play it on ecstasy because I thought that would be like the key. That would unlock key. everything. Yeah, no. It was harder. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> Oh, man. But it was fun playing it high on ecstasy. Well, as, as I've, you know, learned to play the guitar a little bit, mm-hmm. it actually makes me feel a little better playing Wii. Yeah. Because I used to be, to your point, used to be proud of myself and be like, oh, man, I'm kicking ass at yeah. this. I bet I can play the real guitar real well. You know, They do not cross over at all. You know what you need to check out? There's a game, I believe it's called Rocksmith, uh-huh. where that's the concept. It, there's an adapter that you plug a real guitar into oh. it, and then it's the same concept as Guitar Hero, but it's teaching you to actually play that the That would be fun. That would probably be good for you. That would be good for your children. That'd be good for America, okay? Wait, It'd be an unextraordinary product. I I have no idea what ah, system it's right. for. Well, I have no idea. What's that? You want to research that for us? Let us know what platforms that's out on. Rocksmith. Man, I love how much gaming we're talking about right now. Well, My it's real funny. So hold on. I'm going super old school. So mm-hmm. Friday after, because uh, Patrick went with us, he, he rode with uh, Chris uh, O'Dub Pierce and I, uh, and we got back, and as he lives across the street, uh, his wife was out of town, and I was like, well... Since nobody's around and it's uh, midnight and we're drinking drinks, uh, why don't we play some uh, Nintendo 64? There you go. What did you play on Nintendo? <laughs> Goldeneye? We we didn't this time. We have done that, but we, we did the uh, Mario Kart battle mode. Mario Kart's a timeless classic. Right. It never and, gets and old. It was, I mean... <laughs> The like because we're on this high def flat screen, big. It's uh-huh. the, the graphics are so bad. I'm like, I'm drunk and I just see little blurry spots. Yeah. I really don't know how, what I'm doing here. Well, this you should really never hard. operate a motor vehicle while drinking, Eric. You know, I know that. I know. But then went to the Wii and I was like, ah, oh, it's getting better. It's still grainy. But it's better. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, We're going to get you a new video game system soon. We're going to bring you into the 21st, 22nd century. What century are we in? I don't know. 21st? Are we in the 22nd? It's 21st. Century? It's 21st. But what? But 20, 20, 20, what is it? 20th century Fox? Or was it 21st so it's century? 20th century. 20th century Fox. Yes, this is the 21st. Century. She's a 20th century Fox. You know saying that? The Doors. Oh, I can feel it now, Eric. You're going to bitch. What is it about this week? I, I actually couldn't muster up anything bad to say. Eric, you're not bitching this week. I, no. What is wrong with you? I actually, I don't know. Your back feels okay? You're not even bitching about that? Well, I mean, there's All a right, go with whatever aspect. you're going to go there's with. There's a positive aspect of that, too. I get to ski with my kids, so it's that's why I'm... You're doing silver linings now? I, I don't am. know who you are. I am. You I are am. the biggest pessimist, glass half-empty guy I know. I don't like this. It's not making a good fucking podcast. You need to be fucking angry. Well, All right. What do you? What do you? What do you want to talk about? Look, Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Is, Very is, on brand. Never mind. <laughs> We're back to normal. Here's Eric. Victoria's Secret has now uh, picked up. They're diversifying their model pool, and they have their very first Down syndrome model. And um, not gonna lie to you, she's she's actually pretty hot. <laughs> Can we put the picture of the uh, of the model in question at all? I think her name is uh, is Sophia Giroux. Giroux. I don't know how Giroux? to. F- I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, 
It's a positive thing, I right? guess, right? But weren't we sexualizing a person with a mental disability? But she's 24 years old. All right, before we get too much further, how much Down syndrome porno have you looked up in the last <laughs> week? Be honest, Eric. <laughs> Absolutely none. Really? None. All right. It doesn't exist. I, I, I want to hear from the listener. Like, <laughs> drop a comment or something. Is this a good thing? or, or is it, I mean, it's positive. I want different definitions of beauty. I just wonder if she has the mind of a child. <laughs> I don't know. No. Didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, you got to think well, this one through. She's Puerto Rican, so she's even extra diverse. Eric, you're not helping the cause with that one. Okay. All right. Great. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I. But she's, I, she doesn't <laughs> look, she does not look very Down syndrome-y. Eric, so that's, you, that, you can't say that. You can't say she doesn't look very Down syndrome Eric. That's not a thing you can fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no rule books to this. I don't know. I I celebrate diverse beauty, but I don't know if we should sexualize her. I would like to hear from the audience. Well, hold on now. Is it, are they sexualizing her, or Who's are they? you sexualizing? Victoria's it's an Secret. ad for lingerie. That's the very brand well, is well, sexy. Well, it's just underwear, not lingerie. Victoria's it's... Secret is not just underwear. That's never had they've they've marketed themselves as these beautiful supermodel angels, and they fucking walk on the catwalk in little fucking skimpy ass outfits. It's like Maxim. Maxim doesn't sexualize women. Come on, balls! <laughs> oh God! Let's just—I there's no there's no win in this 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 conversation. I think I think what we need to do is come up for air and talk about sports because that's what guys do. Right. That's what guys do when right. when shit gets weird. <laughs> Let's roll it. Let's talk to Marv. Thank you, Marv. And now, scores from around the league. Where last night, the blue ball Pennsylvania cock teasers rolled to a victory, beating the bald head Maine flying jolikers 96-87. to Big game out of Paul Two Pumps Patterson as he thrust his will upon the jolikers all night, pouring in 67 for the cocks. And in our game of the week... The red shirt South Dakota green pants took on the Sweet Lips Tennessee fighting herpes in a game that surprisingly ended in a tie. Final score 300 to 300. Caleb K. Cole Anderson was the top performer of the evening as he was seemingly an uncurable disease for the herpes, dropping 78. The green pants have effectively been shitting themselves for the past month, unable to stay clean against the competition, and are winless in their last ten. They'll have to take it one leg at a time from here on out, or this season is a wash. And then finally, in sports news, as everyone knows, Mother Russia is infringing upon Mm. Ukraine. I won't Mm. talk too much about the war, as our producer told us at the top before you guys started listening. It's too top, it's too controversial a topic. The world is up in arms. So I just want to give you a piece of news, sports-related. FIFA has banned Russia from the 2022 World Cup after the invasion of Ukraine. To which I'm sure Vladimir Putin said, darn it. <laughs> hey, they're also getting cut out of the ice skating game, too. Yeah, it's fairly, I guess, symbolic more than anything else. But, uh, but there you have it. Russia uh, will not be participating in soccer World Cups. Mm. 
Uh, and that's going to end your sports news uh, for this week. Oh, and welcome back. And from sports, Eric, to entertainment. Next, we're going to talk about some of the wonderful things that we've watched or or, or will watch. You have the biggest shit-inning grin on your face. What is happening to I'm you? I'm excited. You're, oh, it's an exciting topic for you. All right. And I got a shit. <laughs> you look, that's what I thought more along, along those lines. Your face looks like... I'm excited to shit. You look constipated. <laughs> that's good. I finished season two of Lock and Key. Won't talk about it too much. No, state of nine. Lock and Key was awesome. You uh, you finished Reacher. Yeah. Stay so, stay brief. You said solid, solid finish. finish. Good closure. No more nudity. Oh, no more nudity. But I did, so I'm gonna end it out on a, on a seven. I'm gonna say seven seven five. Seven seven. Five. Almost an eight. Not quite there. Definitely worth the watch. All right. Talk about this next show because then I have to dedicate some time to the movie I'm seeing on Thursday night. Okay. So uh, last night I was bored after my video game playing and uh-huh. I uh, just went into HBO uh, Max and decided. Uh, Hey, this looks very intri- intriguing, and it was called Started. Oh, <laughs> I started the sex lives of college girls. On I'm HBO sorry, Max. Pause the program that you watched. <laughs> say it again, clearly and succinctly, and speak it into the camera. Sex lives of college girls. Okay, on HBO Max. I mean, you're just like a walking cliche. You're you <laughs> you are so on brand. Tell me all about it, Eric. I'm sure it was great. It's, Is it a comedy? It's Is a it like coming. A it's a coming of age film show <laughs> series. About four girls who start going to college in a, a, a an Ivy League or a prestigious college up in Vermont, and uh, yeah, it's it's them you know getting into the the college world and there's is this you know, like a soft, drug, sex, rock and roll, softcore porno sort of? Like, no, there's there's only been one pair of boobs in it, but that's you know the sex life of college girls. Only guys named Eric click on that. <laughs> The movie I'm seeing Thursday night, Eric, is a little ditty that I've been waiting for for months, dare I say years. A little movie I like to call The Batman. Have you heard about The Batman? No. You don't know what The Batman is? No. The newest Batman movie? Do you know who's playing Batman? Once again, no. Robert Pattinson from Twilight's playing uh, Bruce Wayne. I heard about that a while back and I was like, nee. Reviews are off the charts. Two review sites I trusted said not only is it one of the best comic book movies of all time, it's one of the best movies of all time. Comes in at about three hours of runtime. You got what? Colin Farrell playing the Penguin under a ton of prosthesis. Okay. Do you know who Paul Dano is? He also is? played as Bullseye in he did. Daredevil. He did. He and that was very good. That uh, was really good with Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know who Paul Dano is? I'm sure, but walk me Did through. you ever see There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis? Uh, yes. Do you remember the young creepy preacher kid that he basically beats to death at the end and tells him, I drink your milkshake. Okay. I drink it down. Okay, okay. Paul Dano plays the Riddler. He, he plays it very, like, evidently, uh, it's, this movie's supposed to have, like, a seven... Well, I'm gonna put a face uh, to the name Like here. a seven... Uh, 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 Zodiac vibe. They say it's like a serial killer. Bruce Wayne and Batman is early in his career in year one or two. Uh... But it's supposed to be fucking good, man. The reviews are awesome. I'm real oh, hyped man. for it. What has he been in that I am? Tons of stuff Paul Dano's been in. Tons uh, of stuff. Little Miss Sunshine. There you go. 
He plays a great creep, so I'm looking forward to that. He does. There's a movie that is just, it's right there. Eric, not... who's your favorite Batman in cinema history? You got Michael Keaton, you got Val Kilmer, you got George Clooney, Adam West. Who's your favorite, who's your favorite Batman? I'm going to go, um, holy shit, what's his name? He, uh, fuck. He was in, uh, not the Batman Returns. I just named you all the Batman. No, you didn't. You missed some. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Right, there's more. Oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Dark Knight. I thought he did a pretty good one. You liked him as the best Batman? Yeah, pretty good. I thought Affleck was good as Batman in the suit. He was very um, physically, like, menacing. Right. He was beating the shit out of people. Yeah, you're, yeah, he did. He did. He yeah. threw down pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer. He talked about that in his his documentary. He couldn't turn his head. He right? was in like, I wanted to be Batman. It was like a dream of mine, and it was the worst experience because I never felt more alone. He was like, because you're in this suit, oh. you can't hear, you can't see, like you're just just a prop. Well, I'd say this, and I do have a tattoo of Val Kilmer on my forearm. But I'll say this, hey Val. If you're trying to get into character and you're playing a guy who's, I don't know, pretty isolated, you know, he dresses up as a fucking bat and beats people to shit at the end at a, on a nightly basis, doesn't have any friends, I'd say that's some method acting. you got to get on board with that, Val. I mean, he is the ultimate method actor. I think Michael Keaton was my favorite. I liked him. and He was such a quirky Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, he's you pretty fuck good. right off, balls. Pretty good. Well, anyway, I'll come back next week with a full review of the Batman. So you're going to see that Thursday. Thursday evening, since we moved the podcast. I'm going at 6.40, opening night. I will fucking be there with my lady. I'm dragging my lady along. My lady. Yeah, Catwoman. Hey, you'll like this. What's your name? Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman. You know who she is? Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Oh, yeah. She was in the Mad, the new Mad Max movie. She was one of the brides in the Mad... And did you see that? The new Mad Max no, I have not. Jesus Christ, Eric! Yes, I have seen it. Which one is she? Eric. Sorry. Next segment we'll move on to is Earth is Full. I want to know. You don't have anyone listed here. Maybe yeah, you I do. do. Oh, you did. You came up with one last minute. Who are you kicking oh, off the planet, Eric? This guy there fun. are these two gentlemen that are from my hometown. All right. And they apparently own allegedly own a pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking thing just went away on me. Anywho, they uh, allegedly um, are under investigation for selling false or counterfeit HIV vaccine, like medications. Is there a cure for HIV? Well, there's medications that help, like... Because I've seen, I seen this movie with Matthew McConaughey about how he went to Mexico to get drug cocktails. But, but that took place in the 80s and Jared Leto was in it. Well, so, I had a link I was going to dig into, but this stupid website. Well, so they're, they're preying on people with HIV, selling them a, 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 what, a, a fake vaccine? Yeah. Basically, That's it's horrible. A counterfeit HIV medication. Well, you have this is the most relevant so, Earth is full that you have brought. So, Finally, you didn't bring a female pop star to the <laughs> table, or Alec Baldwin. Tell me, tell me these guys' names. Call their names out. Right. This is based in Mother, Cambridge. It, yeah, the star Democrat here is. Um, oh, it's a Democrat. The star Democrat. Whoa. The, uh, the the the. They want me to pay for a subscription here, and I. All right, Eric. I refuse. 
We'll figure that out later, but those guys should definitely be yeah. fucking thrown off the planet. You keep doing you, and I will... Uh, it's all right, Eric. It's all right. You don't have to dig too deep. We know the concept, and that's what's most important. You wanted names. I give you names. I don't care anymore. Patrick Boyd and Charles Boyd. Catch Patrick Boyd and Charles Boyd. Earth is full. Earth is full. You get the fuck out of here. Now, again, this is all allegedly <laughs> under investigation. You allegedly get the fuck right out of here. <laughs> you understand? There's no more room for guys like you. But there's a good chance. This could have very easily mine been in the sports segment, but I'm not letting him stay. Okay. So that's why I moved it to Earth oh, is full. Oh, wow. Hey, Tom Brady. Great run, man. Great run. Football was good. You should have rode off into the sunset, never to be heard from again, or at least for a little while. But Tom Brady has just popped back up, and now he's making his post his first post-football move, and he's going to produce and appear in a road trip comedy uh, that's being called uh, 80 for Brady uh, that takes place at the Super Bowl that he roared back and beat uh, the Falcons, and I, he's going to like play a star role. It stars like all these old women like Jane Fonda and Sally Fields. I think they're going to be like on a road trip to the Super Bowl. Hey, Tom Brady. You're the greatest quarterback of all time. I can readily admit that. But I do not need to see you making shitty coming-of-age or, or road-trip Super Bowl movies. Earth is full. If this is what you're moving on to, Tom, you got to go. Goodbye. Go find a beach with your hot wife. Yeah. Hang out. What are you doing hanging out with Jane Fonda? Yeah. Ugh. All right, Eric. Now you have your forum. What did you want to talk about about our Walmart song? Okay, so... Uh, you have the Walmart song. I do have a song that I wrote, a comedic song. It's all about Walmart and a guy proposing to his girlfriend there. Okay. There is now a such thing as, uh, the wedding. So, get this. Painting the picture. Proposal. Walmart. Okay. Mm -hmm. Walmart. And then they go to the Munch and Pump for the wedding, which (laughs) is a convenience store. Who are these people? What are you talking about? There's uh there was just a, a Facebook group of people and they were they've got their wedding and it's in the the pumpin munch. <laughs> okay. And uh just it just made me think about munch. just made me think about uh You want me to do a pumpin munch song? I think you should do a pumpin munch song. What is pumpin munch? Is that like a, a gas it's station? It's like a come and go or but what a... state is it? It's like a it sounds like it's in the west, like Texas. Yeah, like Iowa has Pumpin Munch. Come, come and go, hold on. See if our uh, here we go. Here's here's a photo. Well, I'll get these two. Munch our, and pump. It's called oh, munch, munch and pump. pump. Sorry, that's fine. You were way off. I was well. Look, they did. We're gonna put these up on the. They're on the back screen. There here. you go. I'd have a cheap wedding you at know? the munch and pump. Look, I mean, look at this. I'll write a song about this. I'm gonna look fucking the meet guy, these people. Uh, look at the kid with the Bud Light. Oh sign. yeah, these guys all look like they own Harley is, Davidson motorcycles. Oh, and this is the wedding party right there. Beautiful. There they are. There they to go. That's They're Trace right Atkins, there. country singer in the middle. We met him a few there weeks he back in the show. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> munch and pump, pump and munch. Hey Sean, did you find out where that uh, gas station is located? Give me a few weeks. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll, I'll write uh, munch and pump. Pump and munch? Oh, whatever. All right. All right, let's get on to what's your point where we've got you, the listeners, writing in, asking us questions. Uh, Mickey actually delivered them before he he left, so we do have our questions. Camper on out of here. Yeah. All right, you want to start with the first one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim, you're my kind of guy. Where is the sexiest place in the world is what Jim wants to know. Not Jim Bryan, a different Jim. I can only see places I've been. 
Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I've been, Aruba is my favorite place in the world. I find it to be very romantic. Mm-hmm. It's a small island. It's all tourism. People cater to you there. Uh, weather's perfect. Tons of sex to be had if you want to have it with uh, your significant other mm-hmm. or prostitution's legal there. So you can head right on down to the red light district for a sexy good time. Fully so regulated. there you go. Yeah, and they fly girls in. They all have their cards. Not that I've done this. I just did my research in case I wanted to when I was getting divorced last time. But the, they all have their cards. Uh, so you know that they are clean, and they and they bring girls in every six months from Colombia. <laughs> so keep fine Colombian merchandise, <laughs> but also a fine place to have a delicious Italian meal with the person you love. Aruba, the most sexiest place on earth. Eric, I mean, I could go cliche and say like Tahiti or something. Um, have you been there? Go somewhere you've I'm been. Say, Where's the sexiest honestly, place you've been? Let's say, change it a little bit. Look, I'm going to say sexiest place. Jumper, jumpers Hole, like Oregon. Jackson Hole, like <laughs> out in the mountains, man. It's pretty freaking amazing. You got these like very romantic, sexy lodges with your buddies and, you know. Yeah, you were there with six dudes in a hot tub, and you're a- honestly calling it the sexiest place you've ever been. I've never questioned you sexually more than now. And if you're gay, that's fun. I mean, I don't care. Uh, but, whoa. Anyway, um, <coughs> all right, this one comes from uh, Betty. <laughs> we have a Betty out there. Who would you th- say, Eric, and this is actually a great question for you, who would you say is the most valuable news source right now, especially with war I really don't raging? think there is one. You don't? Where, how do you get your news? What do you... Uh, you got to look at a lot of different sources. Name some sources for folks to get the straight talk. I mean, I prefer to watch, like, I get Newsmax gives a lot of stuff. Newsmax. I know they, you know, they're allegedly right, but they, the truth, you know, mm-hmm. I see what they say, they, they're saying versus what I go out and find. And I'll look at CNN, I'll look at Fox, I'll look at all of them and see what they're saying mm-hmm. to see where they all match up. There you so go. I don't, I don't think there is one source of truth because they all fucking lie, every single one of them. There you go. And I would say ESPN because they cover all <laughs> the sports that I love. And they are probably the most truthful because yeah. you can't make up sc- scores. They're all and over you can't the make world. them up. You know, they got, they got football. They got, you know, they got basketball. They got, they got hockey. Uh, they got lacrosse. You know, so for me, for the news that I'm looking for. Uh, and, you know, like we did talk about the other week, you know, Joe Burrow's never going to win another Super Bowl. Things like Statistical that. Statistical fact. Yeah. Um, so that's it for me. Otherwise, so where do you get your scores for your uh, news report? Oh, I, I can't. I can't divulge my sources. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, but ESPN's where I go for most news. Um, okay, Eric. All right. This, well, you actually, you're supposed to ask me? You're supposed to hey, ask me? Hey, Jeff, Jeff uh, threw this question in here. Uh... <laughs> Um, what is your sorry I'm not laughing at the question what is your favorite place to do comedy your mom's bedroom (laughs) boom I got you so fucking good Uh, no I'd say it's Church of Satire Comedy Club I'm going to give them a shameless plug also because I want to get back up there and headline it's a lot of fun Jim's got a great little room it's actually if you don't know what it is we talked about it earlier it was an old church uh, and an old performance space before that. But he took the pews. He kept the pews in there. So there's actual church pews P-U. as as rows. Uh, and it's called Church of Satire, not an actual church because he used to get mail from, like, uh, people looking for church. So anyway, cool little space. Great guy that runs it. He's a comic himself. He built it with that sort of lens in mind. So my favorite place is the Snacktown USA. 
Church of uh, Church of Satire. Yes. Eric? Oh God. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say I would say Rody Joe's is probably mm. the funnest place, mm-hmm. the, the best place. It's with the exception of of you know every now every room has has a night where it just doesn't fire, but I feel like consistently Rody's is the one that mm-hmm. always dishes it. Just dish it. dishes. It. If you dish it, we can take it. Yeah, you know. Just remember that you've been served. Next, Eric, I'll ask you first. This comes from Ted. Ted asks, hey, guys, what do you think is the greatest rock song of all time? Uh, that's a tough one. It is. That's really tough. There's so many options. I don't. You're going to have to go first because you probably have something right off the tip of your tongue. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll give you a couple. I'll give you my – the one I that's mean, been lately – the one I think is the best is I've been I've been I've been walking out to it at our show. Sympathy for the Devil, written right. by the Rolling Stones from the perspective of the devil as he weaves his way in and out of history. Oh boy, what a fucking opus. Love that song. And me, I'm a big Guns N' Roses fan. Sweet Child, I mean not not Sweet Child, I'm sorry, great song. But Welcome to the Jungle always gets my fucking balls just tingling. Anything I'm doing, if I'm cutting the grass, I listen to Welcome to the Jungle and I'm ready to cut. You know, just about a football field worth of grass. So I'll give you those two. Either one of those, you listen to those, and and you're feeling pretty good after. Yeah. Eric, your pick? I always say I'm a big Leonard Skinner fan. Hey, who doesn't love Leonard Skinner? Southern rock, baby. Mm -hmm. What are you going to say? I'm not from Alabama, but Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. I thought you were going to say Freebird. I was was so about to give you credit. Sweet Home Alabama, most overplayed song in the history of music. Freebird. Freebird's an awesome song. It's 12 minutes long. It's got one of the best guitar solos I've but ever heard. it's not heard. allowed to be played in any guitar sco- store in the world. Yeah, because it's so long. That and Stairway to Heaven. And a lot of people go with the cliche of Stairway. I can't pick Led Zeppelin because they pilfered and stole a bunch of old blues artists' music. It's why they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I can't put a Led Zeppelin song at the top. So I'll go Stones, I say. Uh, right. But on any given day, Guns N' Roses could take that spot for me. Yeah, Guns N' Roses is up there, too. All right. And then finally, Eric, if you want to read the last question. This is from Jill. Jill would like to know who is the best female comedian of all time. Best female comic of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say the first name that comes to mind is Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. She's gotten weird. <laughs> There's been some weird stuff with her in the news, and her daytime uh, show has been good at times and bad, but her stand-up, if you've never actually gone back and watched Ellen, there's a reason she got to the level she did. She was fucking brilliant as a comic. Sort of Seinfeldish, and that she made you think about everyday things. Uh, but I would say Ellen... Um, and if not Ellen, and Mickey and I talked before, there's an old performer named Paula Poundstone. Uh, she was real big in like the 90s. She had some weird allegations, like sexual allegations. I don't know exactly what. Uh, I think Can't she was. for that. Yeah, you love that. I think she was acquitted. But those would be my two. Uh, Eric? I'm going to go with Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro? Okay. Yeah. All right. She's pretty, pretty incredible. Okay. What do you like about Tig, Eric? I think she's just got balls, man. Like, uh, part of one of her shows, she just literally, because she's had a, a mas- is it mastectomy? I don't know anything about Tig. Oh, she had, I think she's had, I think it's a mastectomy, where she had breast cancer and had, had them removed. And one of her sets, she just takes her shirt off. 
It's not a mastectomy. Did you say a vasectomy here? Not a vasectomy, mastectomy. Ah, she had her breasts removed, is what you're saying. <laughs> Am I completely wrong? <laughs> I said mastectomy. Oh. Not oh, vasectomy. Sorry. Nobody knows. We're not I doctors. I know what a vasectomy We're is. on Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do we look like doctors to you? No, I don't have a PhD. I have a tattoo of Doc Holliday played by Val Kilmer on me. Do I look like a fucking smart person? No. No. Anywho, part of her set, like, she does it. Like, she's just got no cares. She's just, like, owns it. And I think that just takes a lot of balls. And she's... Funny as shit. Well, she was great in Army of the Dead, starring Dave Bautista, where she replaced uh, Chris Delilia. De Did you know that? The Chris Delilia was, uh, was supposed to play the, a helicopter pilot in that Netflix zombie movie, and they edited him out completely because he had all those sexual underage allegations. And then Tig Notaro, so. we should watch this if you're a Tig fan, if you've never seen it, she actually never met. And she's like one of the main characters interacting with people. They green screened her in during COVID. Like she couldn't meet anybody for reshoots. So they green screened her character into the movie. She acts literally the whole time. She never talked to another actor. You should watch that movie incredible. just see? to see it. So anyway, that's pretty unextraordinary. A topic, The Army of the Dead, starring Dave Batista. I don't have any more topics for you guys this week. I'm Stefan. He's Eric. We are the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. And as always, this league, this league, this episode has been completely, Eric, unextraordinary. unextraordinary. Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. 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 This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. Nice. Russia. Mother Russia. Mother, you must do it for Mother Russia. But we don't want to. <laughs> but you must. But no. But it is 2022. There is no point for war. It's all nothing.